There was only one night podcast of the year. On the 4th of July, the night would light up with fireworks, giving us just enough light to record a show. We recorded our best then. I guess recording under the lights made us feel like some big podcasters under the lights of some big studio. Mr. Studio felt like that all the time. We all knew that she was going on to bigger and better podcasts because every time we stopped to watch the fireworks like regular kids, she was there to call us back. You see, for us, female domination was a podcast. For Mr. DJ, it was life. Hey, everybody, it's Kylie Gable. Welcome to the Feminization Boudoir Podcast from Candy Apple Press. It's July 4th, and while I'm not really feeling the holiday too much this year, I love, 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 love the movie The Sandlot, so I couldn't resist, especially with all these fireworks going off outside. So you're going to be hearing them in the background um, all podcast long. Today, um, Mistress DJ is reading, and this is the first time it's ever happened on this podcast, a story that she actually wrote. I edited it, I'm listed as a co-writer, but frankly... I did very little on this particular story. And the best part is, she just gave me another story to go over, told me what needed to be worked on, and so we're getting a writer out of out of her as opposed to not just a voiceover person, which is awesome in my word, in my mind. So this particular story, you know that you know I've told these kind of stories a lot before, college freshman, kinda naive runs into exactly the wrong type of college girls, but this is from DJ's take, so probably avoid some of the cliches that I have in my own writing because she would have different cliches in hers. So this is Mistress DJ reading a story by Mistress DJ entitled The Feminized Librarian. Cody's Debut, written by Mistress DJ and Kylie Gable, published by Candy Apple Press. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. They say my lip gloss is cool. My lip gloss is poppin'. The hit song from Little Mama blared from the speakers. Mistress, whined Cody. Do I really have to? Adriana glared at her. This is what you really needed. This is what we, together, decided our endgame was. This is your ticket to freedom. Cody stuck her lip out in a feigned pout. She knew her mistress was right. Yes, ma'am. She headed into the college library, trying to fly under the radar. The clicking of her shoes caused many glances to shift her direction. She went to the librarian's desk. Excuse me, she said softly. Where would I find books on becoming a makeup artist? Without looking up, the librarian turned to her computer and within a few keystrokes had the answer. Mr. Dewey said you can find it at 646.72, dear handing Cody a sticky note with the number written. Cody breathed a sigh of relief as she took the sticky note and headed off to that section of the library. First test pass, she thought to herself. The librarian didn't seem to recognize me. After arriving at the section, she quickly grabbed four books, the current limit, and headed to the front. Just these, please, she said, handing them to the same librarian. The librarian now looked up, making eye contact. I see. Very well, dear. Have a good day. She finished checking out the books and handed them to Cody, placing her library card on the top. Returning to the car, she sped up her gait. The clicking of her buff beige Nine West heels was swift and quite loud, 
or so it seemed. Adriana greeted her with a loud cackle. <laughs> you did it, girlfriend. Well done. Cody got in the car quickly. Can we just go, she blurted out and ducking her head. Adriana laughed like only she can. <laughs> As you wish. Next stop, Starbies. Great. Cody sighed as the car turned towards the coffee shop near his campus. It wasn't always like this. Cody Reynolds was your average freshman entering Orange Coast Community College. It was a hot summer day as he waited in the registration line. The crowd of freshly minted freshmen was growing increasingly impatient. A student resource facilitator came by with a clipboard. She was there to expedite the process. Cody read from the name tag that her name was Adriana. She was clearly biracial, curvy in all the right places, and had a perpetual resting bitch face. As she approached Cody, he couldn't keep his eyes off her cleavage. Hey, noob, my eyes are up here, Adriana said coolly. Do you have all your paperwork? My, uh, uh, paperwork, Cody stammered before Adriana cut him off. Paperwork, yes. Test scores, diploma, proof of residency, said Adriana, losing patience by the second. You know, the admission paperwork you were instructed to bring. Oh, oh yes, ma'am, Cody uttered. It's all right here, he said, handing a stack of crumpled, sweaty paperwork to the student representative. Uh, great, Adriana said with disgust in her voice. She then handed him a card that told him to go to line D to the left. As Cody lined up, he thought to himself that this really wasn't better than high school. He went over like a lead balloon with Adriana, just like the not-so-old days of high school where every conversation with a girl ended in rejection. He waited for the two people ahead of him, and then when he got to the front of the line, was greeted by a blonde named Shayla. Give me your paperwork, Shayla stated very matter-of-factly. She had long, naturally blonde hair and sparkling green eyes. Taking the paperwork, she looked him up and down and then said enthusiastically, Oh, see, hi, huh? Me too. Go Ravens! Shayla gestured like she was likely a cheerleader during her high school days. <sighs> okay, Shayla sighed. You're all set. Do you have housing arranged? With community college now being free, many people are taking advantage of that and living in the commons just off campus. The commons? Cody asked. Is that the apartments across the street? Yeah, replied Shayla. Those are the ones. They're actually designed a bit like dorms, but with two bedrooms in each apartment. There aren't any regulations other than you have to be a student to live there. How do I sign up to live there? Cody asked, gathering his paperwork. Shayla handed him a piece of paper. Just head over now. You'll want to talk to Sam. She's the property manager. She should be able to get you ready to go today. Great. Thanks, said Cody, taking the paper and heading out across the grass to the commons. Hi, welcome to the commons. I'm Sam. What can I do for you today? A brown-eyed beauty introduced herself as she stood up. I'm Cody, offering his hand. I was sent here from registration. Do you have any openings for apartments? We do, actually, Sam said cheerfully, but there's no roommate for that unit yet, so you'd be flying solo for a while. Don't worry, you only pay half the total of the unit until it's filled. You're okay with either gender, of course? Of, of course, Cody sputtered. He had just taken a sip of water he'd gotten from the Alhambra stand. Very good. You'll be in unit 119. It's downstairs and around the back, Sam continued. You can begin moving in today. I need your paperwork for the campus. And are you going to be a student worker or? Cody answered. Ideally, I'd like to be a student worker, but today's my first day. For now, my housing is being funded by Bank of the Parents. Sam laughed awkwardly. 
I see. Well, it's a good gig if you can get it. Last I heard, the student workforce had many openings. I'm sure you can find something. Here's hoping, Cody pulled out the debit card. Total is? No deposit needed, so it'll be the first month's half rent. Only 500 Sam answered in a business-like fashion. Sold, Cody joked as he grabbed another cup of water. Sam handed Cody the key card, and also a code written on the paper. The doors open with either a code that you can change or with a card. It's pretty straightforward, but let me know if you need any help. Thank you, Sam. I will, Cody answered, happy that his day was now looking up. Cody checked out his new digs before calling his buddy James about helping him move a few belongings into his new apartment. Fortunately for him, the living room and kitchen came furnished and even came with cooking supplies and plates. He would just have to grocery shop. While Cody and James were packing up his room at his parents' house, Cody placed a grocery order with Instacart, and he also ordered pizza to be delivered to his new apartment in an hour. Now they were going to be on a time crunch to make sure they were there when all the food arrived. The boys were mid-unloading James's truck when the Instacart order with groceries showed up. Cody asked the delivery driver to just set things off to the side. As she was finishing the delivery, Cody awkwardly handed her a $10 bill and said, Thank you. you. She smiled, pocketed the bill, and went on her way. I see you haven't gotten any better with the ladies. Way to go, spaz, James chided. Oh, yeah? How's your lady? Oh, that's right. You're single, too, Cody barked back. Let's just finish this, huh? Pizza will be here soon. As they unloaded the last box, the pizza had arrived. While Cody was greeting the pizza delivery guy, his neighbor came home. It was Adriana from earlier. Great, Cody thought to himself. My neighbor hates me. He went inside and enjoyed the rest of his evening with his longtime friend. They managed to get the PlayStation set up, so it ended up being a pretty fun boys' night. The next morning, Cody went to the student workforce office. He printed up his resume, as well as curriculum vitae. Since he was young and inexperienced, neither contained a great deal of information, but it was professionally put together. He proudly handed it over to the receptionist. Cody didn't manage to catch her name, but he supposed it didn't matter, as he was then referred to the job placement office. Oh, God, escaped from Cody's lips. Adriana was in charge of job placement. Here's my paperwork. I'd like to be a part of the student workforce. Adriana smiled sweetly. We got off on the wrong foot yesterday. What kind of work are you looking for? Anything, really, Cody answered honestly. I'm a fast learner. The closer to campus, the better. I'm taking a full load this semester. I see, said Adriana, rifling through the papers. There's an opening at the library. You don't have to be studying library science or anything. You just have to be able to reshelve the books appropriately. That sounds perfect, Cody agreed. Since it's right on campus, it certainly would make my commute nice and easy. Cody chuckled a little bit, but Adriana didn't so much as crack a smile. Head there right now. They're open until 9 p.m. tonight, Adriana said, handing Cody his paperwork back. Cody arrived at the library. The librarian was just as you might picture. An older lady, her hair swept into a bun with reader glasses perched on her nose. May I assist you? The librarian asked, barely looking up. Yes, ma'am, Cody answered. I'm here to inquire about the librarian assistant position. Is it still available? It sure is, the librarian chirped. I'm so glad you're here. I've needed help for the longest time. Here, just fill this out. Can you start tomorrow? The librarian pushed an application towards Cody. Shocked that it was so easy, Cody said, you bet. Thanking the librarian, he took the paperwork and headed for home. Upon his arrival, he found himself coming in at the same time Adriana was getting home. Hey, Adriana, I just wanted to say thanks. I got the job at the library. 
Uh-huh, Adriana said, blowing him off. Glad to hear it. Cody wasn't going to let that sully his mood. He went inside and enjoyed many rounds of Call of Duty before making breakfast dinner. He thought to himself how he'd not seen Adriana hanging out with anyone, so he got an idea to invite her for breakfast dinner as well. Walking over, he gave himself a pep talk. Okay, Cody, no need to be nervous, just being neighborly. He knocked on the door. Adriana opened the door part way, and she appeared to have her pajamas on, as well as slippers. What? she growled at him. I, uh, I was going to invite you to breakfast. I mean dinner. I mean breakfast dinner. Cody couldn't regain control of his tongue. I actually like breakfast dinner. Can I come in this? Adriana seemed to change her tune a little bit. Sure. I'll change when we get inside, too. We can have a pajama party. Cody smiled. Adriana seemed unimpressed with his humor. Once inside, Adriana took a seat on the sofa and started playing Wormio on her phone. Cody began making pancakes. Would you like a little sausage, baby? Bounch, wow, wow. Cody joked, waving a sausage around. Adriana didn't even look up from her phone. Did you really just say that? Cody didn't answer. He finished making breakfast dinner and placed everything on the table. Breakfast dinner is served. He pulled out a seat for Adriana and set himself down across from her. This looks good. Thank you, Adriana said, taking a bite of the pancakes. Mmm. The rest of dinner is what can only be called awkward silence. Finally, Adriana broke the silence. You know, Cody, I was thinking. I don't have a roommate, and you don't have a roommate. Your place is much larger than mine. What about the two of us becoming roommates? We can go half and half on internet, groceries, and whatnot. And besides, we do work similar hours. Wouldn't that require a bunch of paperwork? I just moved in, Cody answered, his mouth full. Don't talk with your mouth full, Cody. Adriana spoke to him in a motherly tone. It's rude. Cody swallowed then spoke again. Sorry, I think it's a great idea outside of causing trouble with the manager. Adriana asked, Sam? We're friends. I'll call her right now. I bet we can get this done tonight. Adriana got on her phone, putting it on speakerphone. Just as she had predicted, Sam gave it a green light and said to Cody, Okay, let's start moving my stuff. She walked up the hall to the bedrooms and proclaimed she wanted the bedroom across from the bathroom. Cody had already placed his things in there, but something told him not to argue. He began moving his things to the other room and set his bed up. He walked over to Adriana's to find most of her belongings already packed. Though he found it odd, he began toting box after box to his, well, now their apartment. Once the final box was moved, Adriana said, Okay, now the bed. It's really a two-man job, but I'm man enough for the two of us. Together, they moved the frame, box springs, and mattress. Cody knew how to... Little, little, little. Cody now had a roommate. Adriana called dibs on the shower first that night. Cody didn't argue. He was the only boy in a big family, so he knew how women were about the bathroom. While she was showering, he tidied up the living room. He went to pick things up off the floor, and there were some of Adriana's underpinnings that had fallen out during the move. Cody didn't think anything of it and collected them, carrying them towards Adriana's room. Just then, Adriana came out of the bathroom, practically running into Cody. Her eyes went immediately to the lingerie in his hand. What are you doing with my panties, perv? She put up one eyebrow and scowled. It's not what it seems. I, I found them. Cody realized how bad this sounded before getting cut off by Adriana. You mysteriously found my panties and thought you'd keep them for yourself? Adriana practically stared a hole through Cody. No, I mean, no, ma'am. They were in the living room. I was just going to put them in your room, Cody managed to squeak out. Good.
Then proceed, Adriana said, following close behind. Cody entered her room, setting the lingerie on top of the dresser. Adriana shut the bedroom door with them both inside. Placing a lock on the frame, she turned the key, sealing them both in. Cody was oblivious to his capture. He went to the door to leave, and when he turned the knob, the door simply wouldn't open. Looking for this? Adriana held up a key and quickly put it on the cord around her neck. Yes, Cody could barely eke out. Why did you do that? Come on, Cody. From first staring at my cleavage to sausage jokes to the high treason of panty thievery, it's clear we need to set up some ground rules. It's clear she wasn't joking. Cody just stared at her in disbelief. Which of the panties were you attempting to swipe? What shall we begin with? Adriana picked up the lacy bits and dangled them from her nails. Lavender? Red? Royal blue? Maybe classic black? Nah. I'm thinking lavender. For what? Cody's eyes widened. Well, we're deciding wardrobe, sweetie. Which one's tonight? Which one's tomorrow? She grinned wickedly. But I started the library tomorrow, Cody said, feigning a frown. I'm well aware. Consider this making amends. Play along nicely, and this will be the beginning and the end of it. Adriana nodded as to come from what she was saying to be the law of the land. Cody sighed. <sighs> okay, how about lavender tonight, black tomorrow? Reverse that, and you've got a deal, Adriana smiled again. Now pants off. Oh, come on, Cody protested. Adriana snapped her fingers loudly. Off. I'll help you into these, and before you get any funny ideas, I will do inspections every day this week to... Wait, 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 you said tonight and tomorrow, Cody balked. Well, now we're going to make it two weeks, Adriana chided. Daily inspections to make sure you're in uniform. In fact, bring me all your boy chonies, and we'll call it a night. Cody stepped out of his pants and turned around before dropping his boxers. Pulling up the black mesh panties, the whole situation felt surreal, like something out of a femdom porn. Adriana admired her roommate. Good. Walking over, she unlocked the door. Now bring me all your boy shorts and we'll be set. Cody went into his room and returned with an armful of boxers. A camera flash went off just as he entered the room. Just in case, Adriana giggled. Cody was trying to put up a good protest, but his member was betraying him. He was as hard as he'd ever been. Fantastic, Adriana faux gushed. You look amazing. Yeah, thanks, he said defeated. Good night, Rumi. Cody gathered up the panties and went to his room. As he fell into slumber, he couldn't believe what just happened. He'd had a big day ahead of him, though, so he couldn't worry too much about it. A couple of weeks and it'd be over, right? The next morning, Cody nearly overslept. He made a mad dash to get to the library on time. He did double-check to make sure he had his paperwork he needed to begin his position at the library. Midday, he was surprised to see his roommate show up. Hey, Rumi, Adriana cooed. Panty check. Can you keep it down? This is a library, Cody said in hushed tones. In the hurry of the morning, he'd forgotten all about the panties, or at least that was the excuse he was going to try to use. I came commando. You what? Adriana exclaimed in disbelief. She came around the corner to where Cody was, grabbing the back of his pants. She looked down, seeing only bare booty. Well then, we're going to have to have a discussion when you get back. This isn't acceptable. Cody went through his day wondering if Adriana meant what she said. What is she really going to do, he wondered. I don't think she'd do anything that bad. When he got back to his apartment, he couldn't have been more wrong. Adriana was at the table, as was Sam. The apartment smelled of paint, and they'd both 
had a form looking at it when he walked in. Hello, Cody, Sam cooed. Hiya, Rumi, Adriana giggled. Uh, hello, ladies. Cody was taken aback. It almost looked like an intervention. What's going on? Welcome to the first meeting of Breaking Batty, Adriana smiled in a way that sent chills down Cody's spine. You are the bad one, and we'll turn you into a baddie. A baddie? Cody asked quietly. You know, Adriana tried to educate her roommate. A baddie is a girl who's always slaying the game and always on fleek. Right now, you're just bad. But you and I together, we're going to turn you into a baddie, Rumi. Cody swallowed hard. He still wasn't sure what all this meant, but he wasn't sure he wanted to know either. Uh, I guess. Why does it smell like paint? Cody sniffed the air. Lavender, my dear. Lavender, Adriana teased. Huh? You were supposed to wear panties to the library today, yeah? Adriana grilled him. You failed to do that. The panties were what color for today? Lavender. Cody lowered his head in defeat. Yay, Rumi, Adriana said in her best cheerleader yell. You'll find lavender is your color. Your room is lavender. Much of your clothing will be lavender. Your nails will be, wait, what, room? Nails? Cody screeched as he ran up the hall. He found his room completely lavender from walls to comforter. Oh, no, he groaned. Walking back out, he sat down at the table. My wardrobe? My nails? What do you mean? It's all outlined in the contract. Sam pushed a stack of papers towards Cody. I'm pre-law, and Adriana asked me to drop a contract for you two. Cody started reading the contract aloud. It is a dated today. Mistress Adriana, which will now be referred to Ms. A, and Cody Reynolds, which will now be referred to as Miss C. Wait, what? Mistress? Miss C? What is this? He was confused and beginning to get very flustered. From the moment we met, you've been completely inappropriate, Adriana stated plainly. Sam is pre-law, manages these apartments, but she also has a side gig as a pro-dominatrix. Essentially, she's drawn up a contract for us, so if you'd like to keep your apartment, it would behoove you to comply. No, I don't comply. This is crazy. You're crazy, the both of you. Couple of crazy bitches. I don't know how I fell into the likes of you, Cody snapped. Adriana held up a picture. It was him in lace panties sporting a noticeable erection, as well as his new lavender bedroom. It'd be a shame if these went out on the school chatterboard. You wouldn't, Cody was defied. You can't do this. It would seem we just did, Sam said, grabbing the phone from Adriana and hovering her finger over the button to post these incriminating photos. Cody grumbled under his breath, not even reading the contract, and Holly picked up a pen and signed his name. He could only shake his head in disbelief as he realized the pen was also lavender. My work here is done. I'll make copies for all parties involved, Sam stated in a professional manner. Here's an unsigned copy which clearly states expectations. The expectations section was almost unbelievable, and Cody could only blink his eyes in disbelief. 1. Cody will now be referred to as Cody, C-O-D-I, or Miss Cody, C-O-D-I, when around the house. Pronouns of she, her will be used as well. Cody will be the maid of the apartment, keeping it clean, ordering groceries, and essentially doing all the once traditional housewife-type chores. This includes laundry. 3. Adriana will begin a regimen of feminization with Cody, ensuring that she is passable by semester's end. 4. Cody will only wear feminine clothing at home. Undergarments will be panties, bras, pantyhose, and other essentials Adriana deems required. I love this story. There is... Um... 
just a great reading by Mistress DJ of uh, a terrific story. Um, but it's a, the one thing that was a little bit difficult is, um, you know, <clears throat> sorry about that. One thing that was a little difficult is we write differently. And it's not really hugely differently, but there's differences, there's changes. And one thing that I noticed that was a little difficult was our beats are a little bit different. So I like know exactly how to edit my audios to make it so you get some of the good part, you don't get some of the great part, um, to give you an incentive to buy it. But I want I don't want it this to be a coming attraction. I want this to be something like, oh wow, what a cool story. So even if you don't buy it, it doesn't feel like you know, wasted your time. Well, it was a little hard to do with DJ. She's got a lot of the best parts of the story are crammed into the end. Um, which is just a difference in the way where we write. I can tell, I don't know if you can hear it, but there's big fireworks outside now. Makes it a little hard for me to focus sometimes. So anyway, um, the story is The Feminized Librarian by Mistress DJ and read by Mistress DJ. It's on Clips for Sale now. Uh, I hope you had a great week. If you are American and you enjoy celebrating the 4th of July, by all means... I hope you're having a great time. If you're from another part of the world or you just aren't really feeling it like me, there's been a lot going on this year, including another mass shooting today not too far from me, um, then you uh, hope you're just having a nice, relaxing uh, Monday. I've got two dogs, as you well know, and my buddy Chance, he just gets mad at the loud noises, but Tango, she, she doesn't like them very much, so... I've been spending a lot of time today with those two. So anyway, hope you have a great week. I'll be back uh, next Monday. I hope you will be too. Take care.